Oh, it's hot in here. Let me sec. Alright. <clears throat> Greetings. In today's episode of Shifting Power in the World after the year 1900, I take you to the Eastern Hemisphere of the globe where we introduce Russia, China, and the Ottoman Empire. These nations all have been around for quite some time, and obviously, as time goes by, their peoples got tired of their government and how it was being run and how corrupt it could have been in their eyes, as normal citizens do. This obviously led to rebellions between peoples and their governments. These revolutionary movements between these three nations all had similar causes, such as poverty and failure to govern the people, more specifically, the latter of the two. They can't govern for some reason. Russia, for example, was a crowded place where most of its people lived in poverty. This is especially true when you're talking about your big your cities, your big capitals, anywhere where there's a lot of people. And morale was already down after it lost the Crimean War, which they all expected they were going to win, but obviously that was not the case. The Bolsheviks wanted to get rid of the Tsars because they did not agree to how their way of ruling, so Vladimir Lenin stepped in and took control and led them to victory against the Tsars, and in the process created the Communist Party of the Soviet Union, which ruled Russia until its collapse later in the 20th century, long after World War II. China had its opium wars and the scene of Japanese war, along with foreign invaders. Uh, the opium made them more susceptible and naive to government influence under the British for a little while until they realized they were being controlled. The opium wars ensued, causing tension in Eastern Asia. When China broke free from the British the foreign, and defended themselves against the foreign invaders, one of them being Japan, who was trying to take over and get a lot of land, well, this led to the Qing Dynasty making threatening moves against China. Not China. Japan, sorry. Which led to the Sino-Japanese War, and ultimately the collapse of China, because, well, the government just fell apart after that. <clears throat> We're going to skip across the Atlantic Ocean for a brief moment, talk about Mexico. The wealthy landowners of Mexico decided that the Spanish colonial rule needed to be changed, which resulted in Mexico fighting for their independence from Spain. Mexican liberals and intellectuals challenged their dictator, Porfirio Diaz, after he violated principles and ideals of the Mexican Constitution that had been established roughly 50 years prior in 1857. Obviously, the Mexicans did not like this, and uh, pretty soon, the Mexican government had been changed, the dictator had been replaced, and now Mexico has been improving to the country it is today. Now, we head back to the Eastern Hemisphere, because we still need to discuss the Ottomans, who single-handedly led to their own downfall in the 20th century. The Ottoman Empire, as compared to the other countries, collapsed for a multitude of reasons. Reason number one, they depended too much on farming. This led to them becoming too spread out nationwide, which made it harder for them to be governed and protected. Obviously, their, their people wanted to find more rich soil, more rich land, and they found that as they spread out. Well, they grew further and further from their from their capital, Constantinople, and which made it harder for the government to protect them and for them to remain whole. 
Invading troops could easily take small portions of their land, as well as convince the various nationalities to turn against each other. However, these invading troops didn't really have to do that because the nationalities began to hate each other on their own, and it led to the Ottomans saying goodbye and letting more and more land of, of their land cede to become independent nations. Reason number three was that the population had no way of knowing that the Ottomans were struggling. Their population was obviously very undereducated, which led to shortage of very important professions that would have led to their survival. The invading troops, obviously, reason number four, the troops were able to significantly weaken the empire, which resulted in the European nations heavily influencing the politics. Reason five and six, perhaps the most significant, Russia was their biggest threat. They rivaled in everything. They picked opposite sides in World War I, which led, the Ottoman, led to the Ottoman Empire signing their death wish. Russia fell first. They sided with the Allies, but the Ottomans faced their demise by siding with Germany. The Empire's armies were beaten from all sides. Their food sources depleted. Their armies reduced by a third, and their overall reputation ruined. Obviously, the Ottomans... They didn't really hand over the capital as a peace offering, but they did give up Constantinople, furthering their collapse. Obviously, all in all these four revolutions, all different causes, but one similarity between them all was their governments failed to govern the people proper, properly, which led to the downfall of four nations. But since then, the world has become, I wouldn't say a better place. But it's gotten better. 